Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we at Time of Grace have a ton of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our TV program, to daily devotions, to our Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to our blog, to books, to other books, to still more books, uh, whatever you're looking for and however you best learn, you can stay rooted in Jesus by taking time out for God's word every day. If you're interested, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. Now, on to today's episode. Throughout this series, we've been witnessing the power in the person named Samson in the Bible. He had great power, and the Philistines were ticked off. They were mad about it. They're trying to figure out a way they could get rid of this guy finally and oppress the Israelite nation like, like they had before. In the last video, I gave you just a small little insight on how they figured out they might be able to do this. Through this woman who is in the life of Samson, her name was Delilah. So I gave you just the start of their proposal to Delilah, and I want to go deeper into this. Now, as we see this, as we read this, I, I truly believe we're going to find ourselves uniquely in this story. So the Philistine leaders go to Delilah and they say to him, see if you can lure him, Samson, into showing you the secret of his great strength. We talked about the, that in the last video. And how you can overpower him that we may tie him up and subdue him. Each one of us will give you 1,100 shekels of silver. Now, Delilah hears this, and at first you'd hope that she would go, well, there's no way. I'm not going to do that to Samson. She knows what it means that they're going to tie him up and subdue him, that they're going to capture him and torture him and eventually kill him. But then they put on the pressure to give her what she really wants, and that's money. 1,100 shekels of silver from each one of them. Now, how much money is that? That's kind of the equivalent of three years of wages per Philistine leader. Now, we don't know how many of them were there and had their big fat wallets open, but clearly it was enough of a payday that Delilah is going to turn on Samson. So she goes up and she compromises herself. She goes up to Samson and puts on her best charm. Now, Sweetie, my dear, my love, I'm kind of guessing she says these words seductively. And, and she goes, Samson, tell me, uh, tell me how you can be subdued. Tell me how you can be, how you can be tied up. Now, Samson's wise enough to not really tell her. You and I, readers of the Bible, we know what it is. Samson's following those extra laws that God had on him. Uh, don't drink wine and don't cut your hair. But he doesn't tell that to Delilah. He says, well, if you tie me up, if you bind me with seven fresh bow strings, think like bow and arrow, that string, seven fresh bow strings, I'll be, I'll be as weak as any other man. So she ties him up, but then Delilah does her best act, acting job. Oh no, Samson, the, the Philistines are upon you. They break in and sure enough, Samson busts right through those and, and kicks the butts of the Philistines and gets them out of there. Delilah acts sad. Even though she was the one who started this and was lying to him, she acts all sad. You lied to me. Samson, tell me. And Samson says, well, tie me up with seven or with uh, uh, fresh ropes, fresh ropes, new ropes, brand new ropes. And he breaks through that. Tie me up, put my hair into a, uh, a loom, like weave it into a loom and I'll be weak as anybody else. She tries that. He breaks free. <laughs> 
Now, Delilah continues her sad, somber attack on Samson. And the Bible tells us that she wore him down. Like his nagging he heard, the nagging he heard from her, it wore him down, he said, to the point of death. And he finally just relents and tells her everything. Samson compromised himself. And you know why? Do you know how? He was literally flirting with temptation. Samson had to know what Delilah was up to, but he started to rely on his own strength. And he was, he was tempting temptation. If there's something big that you take away from this video, this, this is what I really want you to hold on to, is that you and I do the same, that we tempt temptation. You and I know if I go and talk to this person over here, I might lose my temper. And we go and talk anyway, and we tempt temptation. If I talk to that person over there, I, and I, I know what they're going to want to talk about, we're probably going to gossip. And, but I'll be strong this time. And we tease at it, and we tempt temptation. And we go on the internet, and we're having thoughts we maybe shouldn't have. And we're clicking around, and we tempt temptation that we might fall into the sin that's there. And, and you and I know what that is. I, I implore you, I, I cry out to you to have that be the phrase that you say, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to tempt temptation. That's what Samson did. And he lost. Delilah was told by Samson, you cut my hair, I'll be as weak as any other guy. She gets him to fall asleep. She cuts off all of his hair. She cries out, oh no, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Samson wakes up and goes, I'll get rid of him like I did before. But his strength has left him because there's consequences to sin. And you and I know that when we tempt temptation and we fall into sin, there's consequences. There's consequences to those actions of the sins and the wrongs that we've done. Now, what's incredibly beautiful and comforting is the fact that God says, the Bible says, that even though the strength had left Samson, God didn't. And when you and I sin and we fail, although there's consequences to our sin, God doesn't leave you. He loves you and he yearns for you and he calls out to you to draw you back to him. May these words from Psalm 145 give you peace and give you encouragement where you and I have failed, where God says the Lord is near. God's near to you. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. When you and I get true and real with God and go, God, I failed and God, I've sinned and God, I, I need you. God, God's near to you. He loves you. He forgives you. Samson, when he was in bondage, his eyes got plucked out by the Philistines. He got put in a hard labor camp. But the Bible says God's still near him and his hair started to grow out. And he called out to God in truth, God, I need you. God, give me one, one more blast of supreme power that I can show these Philistines that you are true Lord and bring judgment upon them. And God granted that to him because God was near with him. And when you and I call out to God in truth, God, I failed you. He forgives you because he's near. He's near you. He's with you. Friends, I, I want you to see you as God sees you, as a forgiven, loved child of God. Have peace with God because God has peace with you.